Hello, listeners. This is really interesting that we have new podcast equipment. We're, so we're official. All sitting here with our headphones on. Um, so I can hear myself talk in my own head really loud. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, Sally. <laughs> can you guys hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you guys. I can also hear me very loud. It's working. Thanks for setting it up, Alex. Appreciate it. My pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Story time. What a big week we had. It's been a big week. It really has been. It's been a big year. It it really has. Glory (laughs) to glory. Like, and it's only been (laughs) one month. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I'll say it. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> it's been two months. It's like a it's like a constant holy hangover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's the glory of the Lord, man. Yeah, glory. So <laughs> I want to start off talking about. Um, I mean, we said we want to do story time, yeah. but I think all of our stories are the gathering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's just talk about that for a little bit. It was a beautiful, yeah. beautiful time. I want to. I want to. Oh, what if I'm taking your story? No. Okay. Um, Because I want to say this, that you highlighted something so sweet and big and beautiful at this gathering, Alex, that last year in our church, we had this, I call it the gauntlet, (laughs) because (laughs) in the best and most, you know, um, endearing of terms that it was the gathering. Yeah, it was the gathering. And then we had the move with students and then we had the grove with ladies Mm, and that this just set such a trajectory for our church to Mm -hmm. worship and to see Jesus more clearly Mm -hmm. is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Was, was the gathering was the first one at the beginning? Yeah. So the first of last year gathering was February 10th of last year. Okay. Yeah. And then a month Almost a month later, we had the move, yes. which was our student conference event. And then a few days later, we had the gathering. And then... So we had two gatherings. Yeah, March okay, 10th. Okay, that's and right. And then we had the was, Grove. Yes. That was crazy. Yes. Crazy timing. Same week. Yeah, same week. So oh, Thursday, Friday, wild. Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then back to church Sunday. Yes. Um, but I was... I don't know. I was just thinking um, last week when I was talking to you, mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, what? what was it about last year yeah. that started changing really everything? And um, I don't know. I really, the Lord just brought me back to that time in January, February, March, you know? Yeah. And then how, because of young people, mm. the Lord started bringing in a lot of like Gen Z, you know, 18 to 25 year olds, mm-hmm. that ministry was starting to grow and, mm-hmm. and the Lord was just doing mighty things. Um, I actually told a few people I had to like repent because I thought that that demographic didn't exist mm-hmm. around this area. Um, I just was one of these people that thought they would grow up, you turn 18 and you bounce mm-hmm. to like your bigger city or wherever the college is. closer are. to yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. Stuff closer, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the Lord's been surprising us. I know. And we've been having a lot, a lot of young adult mm-hmm. ministries here. And then our student ministry. Um, I just remember particularly in those gatherings, like mm-hmm. seeing a lot of young, like teenagers mm-hmm. as well, just worshiping the Lord at his mm. feet. And there's one picture that, uh, Ryan loves. And I think we put it in our pamphlet. Um, but you know, it's just some, some young girls mm-hmm. just yeah. worshiping the Lord. And, and that's what has been like setting everything forward. Yes. Like, uh, setting, I don't know how to say it better, but just like the example, the the direction, mm-hmm. there's nothing else to look at except that. Yes. Yeah. And so 
Yeah, the Holy Spirit was just speaking to me, and then I shared with you last week. I was like, "Man, this is this is some wild stuff." Yeah, to see where we are a year later, and what mm-hmm. knowing what the Lord has done in our church, but then also there's just such a feeling around here that we just keep saying, "What is He doing?" Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Lord, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. and yes, it's for now, it's for today, but it's also yeah, you're building up your church, and like, you're what are you doing? That's so a good just, thing. I think that's a good place cool. to be in. I mean, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we look so much to the future that we miss the present. Yeah. But at the same time, you look at the present, knowing it's only preparing you mm-hmm. for the future. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, talking about all this on Sunday pre-production meeting, we had um, one of our worship leaders share where what they first experienced when they walked in mm-hmm. here two two years ago. Two yeah, about, years ago. about two years ago, and then where it is now. Yes. And I, I mean, I don't. I think she's okay. We say. She walked in, they visited, they came from a different church where they were used to expressing themselves in worship mm-hmm. and like just hands raised. I mean, normal stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so they came to visit here a couple of years ago and then they walked in and they were like, why is no one doing that? <laughs> right? yeah. 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 I mean, not, not throwing shade at our uh-huh. church, but it was more of just come in, sing, listen, uh, and then leave. But then she's like, to see uh, just how the Lord has moved to bring emotion out in worship, mm-hmm. um, has just been to proof to her that the Holy yeah. Spirit is moving in this place. I almost want to like good. even encourage us to like in our terminology, like I get emotions and stuff, but I've met too many people that that word seems a little bit like tr- triggery. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's a good thing to me. Yeah. And I, I, I believe that like, especially like in maturity in, in Christ, but what we really, what we've been seeing is just people like drawn towards an affection towards yes. the Lord. Yeah. That's the word. I you know, and and that's what we are visibly seeing. Mm-hmm. What is it so powerful and deep about affection is that there's a a love connection mm-hmm. between you and the Lord, you know? Um, and emotions are a gift that he's given us. Mm-hmm. That's part of his nature, mm-hmm. you know, that we get to carry on. Um, but what we, what we are seeing is affection. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. You know? I heard a pastor talk about this where he was basically just saying, what is the evidence of a transformed life of somebody who is trans not just transformed by anything, but transformed by Christ. And it is changed affections. Mm. And it's that I don't love the things that I loved before. I don't love the sin that I actually mm. loved before, but I actually have affections that are stirred for Christ. Wow. And so it's evidence. And mm-hmm. so we're talking, you know, we're in a thing called a Waco sleeper. Like yeah. we, we've talked about this a lot, a church coming to life. Like, that's what's happening. We're yeah. seeing affection stirred. So nobody is trying to raise yeah. their hands and put on a show for anything other than, Lord, you really do have yeah. my mind, my spirit, and my body. I'll give mm-hmm. you thanksgiving with all of me. Yeah. Um, and when your affections are stirred, I, you, and we say that, you know, we've said this before, it's not a new concept, but look at any grown man at a football game when their team is winning. Affections mm-hmm. are stirred. Like, yeah. so yeah, you move. Yes. You, know, you yes. can't but help. But move. Yes. You can't, you know, you have to do something. Yes. Um, you said, um, it was a couple Sundays ago, where you were just saying sometimes our worship and expression of worship helps other people mm-hmm. and ministers to them, mm-hmm. even if they're not showing it. And so on Sunday, I guess this is part of my story, I had a, a guy come to me after first service. Mm-hmm. And he, he, we did like, um, um, how do you even say this? I don't, it's not an altar call. That's what I call them mm-hmm. back where I'm from. But just, hey, you know, if you want to know more about Jesus, raise your hand type thing. Mm-hmm. And he came to me. He said, I didn't raise my hand, but I needed to. Mm-hmm. And I just thought he he saw other people. Mm-hmm. 
and his heart was in the right position to say, I need to do this. But they were still fighting that flesh. Yes. Remember the flesh versus yes. spirit. But, but, you know, and I told him, I said, you know, Jesus isn't looking at you being like, oh, you should have raised your hand. He's saying, thank goodness that you came forward to talk and pray. And mm-hmm. I found out through his story that he's had a rough couple years of yeah. life and he just needed mm-hmm. to be seen, be heard, but also kind of say, Lord, I'm, I'm in this now. Let's mm-hmm. do this. But anyway, I think just the way our church is going with showing expression for worship is allowing other people to step out and say, I would have never done this before, mm-hmm. but I feel empowered, right? And I feel mm-hmm. like I, I have a desire to go express myself this way. So well, anyway. The last thing I'll say is just to kind of— Last thing? I thought we were going to talk about the gathering. No, 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 I'm saying— a record uh, short (laughs) podcast. (laughs) No, gosh. No, but I'm saying going back to the the timeline of what the Lord was doing last year in our church. Mm. Um, But again, February, March was like super crucial for for a lot of things that happened in our church. And then to to then see— what the Lord was bringing us into for the summer yeah. with our House of Miracles yes. like series and how again it shifted everything, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I just want to like to say that to just as a fresh, beautiful reminder, like yes, be present, mm-hmm. you know, and and celebrate the present, but also yeah. like there's certain details in the past that just continue to be grateful for, mm-hmm. you know, because it really did change a lot of us um, permanently. It's a beautiful reminder that we are sowing something. Mm-hmm. And so we mm. didn't even know what we were sowing at that time. Like the the goal is to just be in daily dependence of God, um, daily surrender. But you, you're you sowing something in that time. Yeah. And so, you know, we're seeing fruit, which is, first of all, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want numbers to be the first thing. So like maybe that's like the fifth thing. But mm-hmm. we really are seeing people's lives change because of their surrender, yes. repentance, turning away from their sin Mm -hmm. um, for salvation and then also like make me more like Christ. Mm -hmm. And so we're just seeing so much of that. Like the fruit is crazy. And then people are seeing that in our community and they're like, something's going on in the river. I want to go experience that. And it's just that Jesus is made much of here. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is his church. And so it's just been it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's fun that that is 100 percent true. Mm -hmm. Jesus, this is his church, but it's not just us talking about it it's mm-hmm. the whole church yes truly believing that yes and that's that's why mm-hmm. we're, we're moving in the right direction mm-hmm. wow we did post um the gathering service yes. like the mm-hmm. live stream is all on youtube mm-hmm. um i would encourage you guys to just kind of mm-hmm. see what the lord was doing that night mm-hmm. here that was very special. Um, but from my perspective i you know i do love that night um those nights that the lord has Given. I mean, that is a vision that the Holy Spirit dropped for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my biggest like love was just to see families worshiping together. Yes. Um, there was one particular family where, um, you know, her her daughters are like, "We want to be here," mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. she's been here all day. Yes, and literally so, all day. L- literally at like eight in the morning. Yes, doesn't leave here till almost six, and then had to be back by six thirty, six forty five. But the sacrifice. Of a, of a mom who's like, you know what? My daughters want the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, why not make that sacrifice? Yes. You know, yep. quick snack. Mm-hmm. Go grab a bite real quick. Come back. And uh, I just remember seeing like just um, just even her smile like, mm-hmm. I'm here. And there's no place I'd rather be. Mm-hmm. You know, you fight that flesh. You fight that desire to just be on a couch and be home, which is mm-hmm. fine. Like, we all need that rest at times. But um, 
I don't know. I just always want to be in the Lord's presence. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not over highlighting that, you know, you can't have his presence at your house. Of course you right, can, right, you know, right. but there is something special when the saints gather, mm-hmm. like we all know this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I just wanted to mention was um, like just throughout the night, um, a lot of like, I'm not trying to say this just because cliche, but there's a lot of things that were not planned, mm-hmm. especially in particular, like the songs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. We took it back a couple of decades and yeah. it was just some like sweet moments, you know? Very. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you those, those, the gatherings, what I love about them is there is, there's a freedom and you can tell that the people believe that there's a freedom to worship the way you honestly, you want to, mm-hmm. right? And uh, we say that a lot on Sundays, but, but let's be real. There is some kind of tradition that's hard to break on mm-hmm. Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. You know, we can say, sit down if you want or go in a corner if you want or do what you want on a Sunday. But still, there, you know what I mean? Like there mm-hmm. is just something about the day of Sunday where people don't feel as free as they usually do on days like the gathering mm-hmm. to just worship. And so this is what I loved. It didn't matter if you were sitting, if you were kneeling, if you were on your face or standing, the worship was genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, there was just a purity to the worship um, that I did find rest in. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that just for me personally, there was no expectation for me. I was like, mm-hmm. I just, just get to come and worship and be a part of it. Um, but th- those are always special you know, moments to me. Can we have a teaching moment real quick? Mm-hmm. So sure. just for people who are probably learning how to listen to the Holy Spirit and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So all day Thursday, uh, or really even before Thursday, because I try to kind of set my mind ready ready for this moment, mm-hmm. like that night. And I, you you didn't have anything to no. do that night. like. Um, and honestly, I was looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. that's what really you're looking was. forward to that. So right. I was going to open up the service and, and, and close the service. Um, but for the beginning few days and then even that day, I was like, the Lord was taking me to a lot of scripture, but it was never solidified. Mm-hmm. It was never like this is what, what I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Lord, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, okay, you'll probably just give it to me right mm-hmm. when I'm there. You know, which I trust yeah. him and I could be that crazy at times, but like, okay, I trust you. Well, um, you come in a little earlier to just kind of sit down and hang and you heard our first song while we were practicing. And then you came up to me and you said, you asked me a question like, are you, are you opening or do you have somebody opening? And I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You said, no, you said, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> that is something I would say. And then uh, and then just talking to you, you're like, man, the Lord's been speaking to me um, about seeking. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, go for it. You know, like honestly. So all that being said, this is what I, I want people to really capture here is um, especially like for Ryan's moment where sometimes in our minds we can think we're just coming to just kind of chill or whatever, but like mm-hmm. to always be lenient and um, available for the Holy Spirit. Yes. You know, when you feel that tug, man, I feel like I'm supposed to be the one and just be obedient to that little, mm-hmm. you know, that whisper or just that nudge, you know? And, and at least for me to not just get cut up or feel defeated, like why isn't the Lord speaking to me? He's like, I didn't get upset. I was just like, I guess he'll just give it to me right when I go up. Yeah. You know? Well, and here's a, there's another side to that too. So if, let's say I still felt that that's why I went to you. I knew that you had a plan. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're, you're the pastor of that night, mm-hmm. but you minister to me too. Mm-hmm. And so I respect, respected the fact of if I'm not supposed to do this, then I trust you enough to say, we do have a plan. So mm-hmm. not, you know, I, my point is like, sometimes we think things are from mm-hmm. the Holy spirit, mm-hmm. 
So what you do with that is you sit on it, you pray about it, you do seek the Lord in that. But it might be a time too to go go to somebody wow. and say, what do you think about this? And trust them. If they're yep. like, I don't know, maybe not now or, or yep. no or whatever. Mm. Because sometimes you, you can get caught up in that, yes. right? And so they, anyway, it just so happened that the Lord aligned us in this. Yeah. But, but you could have been like, All right, I got this. Matter of fact, that happened last Sunday. Yeah. It, and I was in second service mm-hmm. or first service, um, worship happened. And I literally said, Greg, go get Liam and tell him we're not doing the welcome. Mm. But we thought, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. we called you. Um, I was like, AJ, find out if Alex has something, whatever. Yeah. And you said, I think Liam's got something. So that yes. was it. We backed off. All right. Yeah. And that wasn't the right thing. And then Liam came out and yeah. set the mood. That's just the, the beauty of like knowing one another, mm-hmm. being a team, mm-hmm. no egos, you know, like just trust. Yeah. You know, because I would have respected if you just wanted to just go straight into worship, like I'd have been okay with that too. Mm-hmm. But sitting down last week, seeing Liam, like he had his Bible like in half, mm-hmm. like, and I knew something he, was he stirring. Had he had no and grip. I'm like, oh no, I need this boy to release a word, mm-hmm. you know? And he did, man. And he did. So, yeah, the gathering was incredible. Um, me and you haven't talked about the gathering. Like, this mm-hmm. is the first time we're actually face to face, like, even. Uh, what I was feeling on stage at the end where I was just like, I can't end. And the Lord just kept highlighting me you. And I'm like, oh man, oh man. And that's why I just looked at said, all right, dude, come up here. We got to pray. Mm-hmm. I told Brandon, you notice I didn't cry during worship. So you had to, you had to get me to cry. <laughs> and honestly, that was my story. There was a, there was, it really was um, something poured out in that moment. I felt, and there was a release and, and I don't know. I was just like, I had to be obedient to it. I just couldn't end um, immediately. You, you know, what, uh, the thing that that got me, ob- obviously the care, but when people came and surrounded and put hands on, mm-hmm. you know, and I, you, y'all might feel like this too. This is a job where you're surrounded by people who love you, but it's also a lonely job. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like you, it's it's hard sometimes. And so it just reminded me of this is about Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. And there is people who love you and support you mm-hmm. uh, and know that you're called to this. Is, this is me. This is what mm-hmm. I'm thinking in my head. And so it just broke me down. And it's like, man, people do do love us, you know, do care about us. And they're praying about us and mm-hmm. praying for us. And they want not only us to succeed, but they want us to succeed for the glory of the Lord in mm-hmm. this church. And anyway, yeah. so those are all those thoughts going through my head where I was just taken back. I was like, man. And sometimes we we put our own emotion into it too. I'm like, as as weird as I feel spiritually mm-hmm. right now, that it's it's irrelevant because you mm-hmm. got people surrounding you, lifting mm-hmm. you up. Paul, uh, Park always used to say, um, sometimes I feel like I need to come and just help you hold your hands up, yep. the Moses mm-hmm. story. Oh, yeah. And that's what I felt. That was that moment I was like, mm-hmm. people are helping helping me personally lift my mm-hmm. hands up. So anyway, that was my story. It was a beautiful moment for me. Wow. I love that. I mean, mine is ends up being along the same lines as Alex because Alex had told me I had sh- just shared mm-hmm. about the glory of God and what mm-hmm. God was showing me about that mm-hmm. um, and in scripture and what it really means to ask God, show me your glory <clears throat> mm. and what to, what to expect. Like when mm-hmm. we start asking those kinds of questions and, um, but I mean, you can ask Brandon, I like, I just kept being like, I don't know where to, I don't know where to land with it. Like, I don't know where mm-hmm. to go. And so the funny thing was that morning, I felt like it all came together, but it's, it can be kind of a sweet thing when all of a sudden it's not for anyone else, mm-hmm. you know, cause I 
prepared it thinking of who was going to be in the room for the gathering. Mm. Um, but what the Lord has been speaking to me personally, cause I didn't share it because there well, was no way after what you had shared, it was the perfect seg- The only thing I felt led to share was uh, again, a thing that had happened that morning or that, uh, that afternoon about mm-hmm. the spirit and the bride say come that was like just wow, so strong that was fire it's yeah. too good that i mean it, good. it was it was just really funny that to well just to segue on that for a second it was i just love when the god does this for mm-hmm. us like i i'm walking around my kitchen like i can literally picture myself opening the fridge i'm getting stuff put away from the day and getting stuff out for the kids whatever and i'm feeling this so strong the spirit and the bride say come and i'm like gosh i haven't like heard that in a long time or thought about that in a long time, but it's so strong in my spirit. And then, um, so I wanted to look up more about it. Why am I thinking, Mm. you know, this way? And I just happened to click on a met, like it's the top one when I looked up, you know, the spirit of the bride say, come never heard this guy speak before ever. And he's saying, if you're feeling it in your spirit, it's time to start saying it. I'm like, that's so specific. (laughs) That is so strangely specific. And so I hope that it landed on people in the right place that, first of all, if I'm saying it's you and now wow. you're feeling it in your spirit that you would say come. But I, you know, I saw I saw husbands in there for people who that I know haven't been going to our church mm-hmm. all that long. And so I'm thinking, what are you thinking about this gathering thing? Mm. What are you thinking about this church thing? What are you thinking about God? Mm. And I I just was in such like a prayerful state of like, God, like, I hope this resonates, that they can come to you, you know? So anyway, so that was a sweet moment. But this whole big thing about God's glory Mm. never got shared, and it's been just for me, and I've just Mm. been tucking it away, these little truths that the Lord has shown me. It's also very hard not to when you feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to share it. (laughs) Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. but the the— yeah. Again, a cool thing is like in little snippets of conversations, it's seeping out there. I'm like, yep. ah, I, I have a thing to say to you yep. because mm-hmm. the Lord has given me this. So yep. it's oh, a good thing. I got to say this too. Maybe this is one of the things I shouldn't, but have you ever felt like we'll you, cut it. you've met an angel? No, 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 not that <laughs> yes. way. Not that way. We've talked about it's, this. Well, and it's a true, it's yeah. a promise, you well, know, or like a, it's a true thing. So after second service, Sunday, mm-hmm. I had um, this young lady come to me. This Sunday? This Sunday. Yeah. And I was like, hey, can we go talk? That's when I was mm-hmm. like, bro, I need you to quick think something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, she had something so specific <laughs> to me and my wife. Wow. That I was like, how, how, and this is the second time she's been at our church. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who, first off, I'm very skeptical. <laughs> who told you that? Right. Okay. Well, I'll just give you pieces because it is so crazy. And this might be good for somebody listening too. Is so she, she, she goes to another church, but she was like, we sometimes go to other churches so that we can go talk to the pastor and say, what do we need to pray for, for you? Mm -hmm. Right. And she's a young, young lady. Anyway. So she asked me two weeks ago, what can we pray for you on? Anyway, she said like on Friday, this past Friday, she was praying for this church and for me. And the next thing she knows, she had a car pull out in front of her, and the license plate said peaches, like the fruit. Yeah. Okay. So this is where I would normally stop. (laughs) But she really trusts that the Lord was giving Uh her a word. So she went and looked up what peaches, what they're made of, or or like just what they Mm -hmm. do for you. And she was saying like a peach, when you eat it, what the the benefits of a peach sometimes is to make the things that keep your flesh together strong, whatever that is. And it nourishes you, it cleans out, it purifies your organs. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, she was just trying to say to me, is like, you need to realize 
that you are, you're doing an important thing and you're helping the body stay strong through the words of Christ. Then she said, but peaches also have to be pruned. And if you see a peach tree, it can't grow its next crop unless you prune it down Mm -hmm. for it to be able to grow. And what's funny is she asked me two weeks ago, what, what do you and your wife need? I'm like, we just need rest. Right. And so she was like, this might be a season where God is pruning you, Mm. but spring is coming Mm -hmm. and spring is life. Spring um, is resurrection. Spring is this. And I was just like, how are, how, who are you? (laughs) Like, are you an angel? You know, it's just so specific to the season we're in. Mm -hmm. And so I went and bought peaches. Let's go. (laughs) And I made peach cobbler. That's not true. But anyway, I I don't know where I got on Uh this, but I was just like, man, the Lord, bro, he yeah. speaks to you in ways you don't even realize. Oh, yeah. So if you feel like you're in that dry season right now, peaches. peaches. <laughs> Spring is coming. That's what she kept saying. Mm-hmm. Spring is coming. It is. I love that. It is. Oh, I really do. Like, I get encouraged with stuff like that because um, we all have access to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. but those who yield to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the Lord does get closer to, mm-hmm. well, she, you know. I, she didn't know my response. She yeah. could have been like, thinking i'm like this girl's crazy but yep. she was like it don't matter this yeah. is this yep. is something i gotta share if you don't well, like it awesome. just don't listen but <laughs> yeah peaches that's I love awesome that um well i do want to go into just first of all mm-hmm. if you haven't been to the gathering just come to the gathering yeah like, i'm trying to shoot for the next one to time. be in may okay we just gotta figure out a date yeah it's gonna be may yes <laughs> you're really good at that thank you uh scary good at that <laughs> um but it is i think it is such a special time i like that i like that the invitation is open to yes come worship thanksgiving seek the lord um, but watching people journal or just be in mm-hmm. the word and listening uh, it's it's such a it is such a place of like soul rest, yeah. but also pouring out. Like it's just such a, it's mm. a good thing. So wow. anyway, come to the gathering. Um, but I do want to transition a little bit because we, um, we have begun the season of Lent, the Lenten season. And mm. so you touched about it. Uh, you touched on it on Sunday. And um, I just want to like further flesh that out for people and also just break that. You kind of talked about that. Like, it doesn't matter if you didn't start on the exact Wednesday on Ash Wednesday, when yeah. it technically begins, that's ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, you can start now as you're listening, you can, yeah. the Lord can highlight things to you that it's time to walk away from totally or for a season, you know, those kinds of things. And um, so I want to dispel that lie um, that you're like, oh, I missed it. It's almost like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I didn't start my diet on Monday, so I'll start next Monday or something mm-hmm. like. You don't have to do all that. You can start here and now today. Um, and so, um, my first question is very serious. What did you give up for Lent? No, I'm just kidding. Money. <laughs> oh my god. I, I will say, yeah. I mean, yes, I am. Have you guys traditionally that. participated in Lent? Mm-mm. Is this a new thing? Yes. That new this year or just new within the well, last? Well, so years? we talked about this as a church last year. Yes. But this is really the first time that I'm digging in. Yes. But I got to admit, I did not start last Wednesday. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, for health, for spiritual health. And that's, that's Uh the point of Lent for spiritual health. I think it's something that will really help set our minds forward. Mm -hmm. I agree. So out of all of, all of the things that I've always brought to the table from my past, Mm -hmm. Lent was never really part of Uh my spiritual culture, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Neither. Yeah. So kind of same. Uh, my mom took us to a few churches like when we were younger that were like 
Methodist, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was a thing. So they, you know, we'd do Ash Wednesday, get like a cross on your head, mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I remembered her talking about Lent, but it wasn't like a like a real practice thing. So my first year participating was last year. And it was funny because I looked up the dates and it just makes so much sense, even with what God was doing in our church mm-hmm. to also, this makes so much sense. I just felt yeah. so spurred along in Lent. It was all around the same time. It was March 1st that mm-hmm. it began last year. Yeah. And so last year was my first year to participate and it changed my life. Wow. I mean, it really did. And um, I, th- I can talk, can I talk about last year's Lent in a way yeah. that's not icky? Like I don't yeah. want it to be icky about, I want it to be people, encouraging. People trust you. Okay. Yeah. I, I want it to be encouraging. Last year, I felt a strong pull for, to be off of social media. And it's funny because anybody who's been off social media, you probably realize how physically addicted you are to it. Like your thumb will swipe and take you to the place mm-hmm. on your phone where that app is or used to be. Like it's such muscle memory mm-hmm. to just pick up your phone, go to the apps that you normally go to. I mean, how many times you're like, oh, let me check the weather and yeah. you're on Facebook. That's, like, that's not the weather. The <laughs> you're on Instagram, yep. um, TikTok, whatever it is. And so I felt very strongly. I knew it was social media for me. It had been, you know, uh, dictating my life dictating my emotions, dictating what what my peace or lack thereof, Mm. like all the different things. And so to fill that time, I was like, well, because I I wonder if people wonder this too, like, okay, so if I'm going to give up something, does that mean that the three hours I would have been on Instagram, I have to just sit Mm -hmm. and do nothing, quote unquote, nothing, Mm -hmm. pray, read my Bible for three hours. Like, what does this look like? And I wasn't even sure either, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how you participate in Lent. Um, What it ended up being for me is if I had that desire to go to somewhere on social media, I would go somewhere that would teach me about Jesus or the Bible. So I call this, I call last year's Lent, like my Frank Turek era, because it's where I poured over Mm. videos, like teaching me about what I believe and not just the, not just the biblical aspects, but the historical Mm -hmm evidence that points to that what we believe is the truth why it's true and so i feel like i just grew exponentially last year through lent and so i i hope and i i told brandon this i feel like right now i am living in the fruit of what god did for me last Uh year that Mm -hmm. because he grew my knowledge of the word my knowledge of the history of this christian faith and this Mm. christian life i've i've never felt more sure like, and not to be dramatic, I just mean it. Like, I would die for this. Like, yes. I would die to say this is the truth. Like, mm-hmm. this, there is no other mm-hmm. way. And I would not, I don't know that I would have even said that. Now, think, of, I mean, I don't mean, you know, think of how scary that could be. I've worked in a church for a long time. Mm-hmm. But for last year to be the year that's like, I know that I know that I know that this is real. Wow. It just, it, it changed everything for me. And so I want people to know no matter how big or little, quote unquote, you give up, any amount of time spent in pursuit of Jesus, in pursuit of the truth, it is going to change you. Mm. Uh, you will not leave the same. Yeah. And so um, this year was really funny because I, up until Ash Wednesday or, you know, I knew it was coming. I knew what the Lord was asking me to give up. I knew it before I even thought about Lent. I it was whatever. I was... I don't want to like talk about mm-hmm. what it is. So I'm trying to like navigate around this, but to, 
to give some validity to that you might even still be wrestling yeah. with, is it necessary? Mm-hmm. But I knew, I was like, I should, I mean, this is like such a waste of time. I should not be doing this. Sure enough. And then, but then I got to this conclusion that I was like, but do I really need to participate mm-hmm. in Lent? I don't need some ritual. Like I love the Lord. I got my <laughs> quiet time, like all these different things and wrestled up until the moment. And there was this, I, you know, I've already shared um, this thought with a few people, but I had this moment of thinking, but it's not bad. It's not that bad. And the Lord being like, but it's not that good. Ooh. And that'll get you. And mm-hmm. it's like, and here's what's funny, LOL. As I'm wrestling with the Lord about <laughs> should I do Lent? And if I do Lent, I don't really have to give up something that extreme, whatever. Here is the post that I was writing for oh, no. um, for New River Church's social media. <laughs> Hold on, let me, go, let me pull it up and find it. Wait, so you funny. wrote this? Well, yes, Ryan, I do our social media. That's what you do. It's <laughs> literally what I do. Here. I did. Um, I thought you were like saying that he he showed you something else. No, I'm saying I'm writing this out. <laughs> God tells us in His Word that if we would hunger and thirst for His righteousness, He would fill us up. Mm. Um, I remember reading that. Yeah. So stay hungry. And this was about the overflow. Like I'm literally writing this, and I'm like, why? Why would I even mm. argue this? Yeah. It's not that it's that bad, but it's not a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. And if I want, like, this thing will make me hungry again. And I'm tired of that, you know? So anyway, I'm looking forward to this Lenten season. Um, And I just hope that's encouraging, like, for anybody. You literally can make a decision at any point. God is highlighting to you what it is. Like, you you already knew what it it was (laughs) that you can walk away from. And again, it doesn't have to be some—it can be— a sin that he's like, mm-hmm. we're done with this now. It can also just be something that takes up way too much of your time, your heart, your mind. Yeah, your thoughts. And yeah. Um, it's time to maybe put it away for a season and focus that time on pursuing the Lord. Yeah, I think the thing that gives, I don't know if say gives Lent a bad rap, but the, where I was so cautious yes. too is because it does seem like such a ritual. Yes. But um, I was reading this article, and this this helped me put it in perspective that Lent is meant to be a time of repentance. Mm-hmm. So that that's the point of it. It's you neglect something that you desire, for lack of a better word, so that you focus on Christ. And it goes on to say, repentance. That's not the same feeling of shame. Yes. But repentance is an awareness that sin separates us from God and what it cost Him to be reunited with us. Mm. So during this season, that mm. that's that's the focus. So you give up something, if you will, and this even said, or add something. Mm. Um, but wow. for the purpose of repenting from sin and looking to God. Yeah. Now this article wow. gave me some, descri- um, some ideas. Some of them I agree with. Most of them I do not. <laughs> you want to guess number one? You were very, very close to number one. Social media. Yes. I don't know if this is in order. Oh, the top 10 popular ideas. Number two was sugar. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like to me, I'm not knocking anybody if you're like, I want to give up sugar. But like, what's the spiritual aspect of that? I think there can be. I mean, I think, well, first of mm-hmm. all, if you're doing, uh, Alex, you and I talked about this one mm-hmm. day, that any kind of spiritual fast is going to be harder than like your regular diet. Yeah. Like anything that has a spiritual element to it, I promise you. I, I, there yeah. was a specific time that I was doing intermittent fasting. And you were fine. I could go till 3 p.m. and be like, oh, I should probably eat now. Like there there was not that mm-hmm. much of a difference. A spiritual fast, this one thing that I did 
it was just fasting breakfast and like 12 o'clock could not come fast enough. I'm mm-hmm. like, I want food. <laughs> it's such a different element. And I think there's a spiritual warfare element, is, yeah. but there's also just an awareness that I've said, I'm going to take this away yeah. so that I can focus on the Lord. And so that's kind of where I see okay. if somebody's thing is sugar. If, if you're, especially if you're used to having sugar, yeah. when you add the spiritual element in that every time you're thinking about that, that you're going to focus thoughts on God. I can see that. It's going to be, okay. it's going to be kind of difficult. I repent. <laughs> number three, alcohol. Number four, online shopping. This is what me and Alex giggled at. Online shopping. Why did you giggle? I can I just, spend hours not buying anything. I, I got carts bro. on every website just full of stuff. I guess I just don't know that life. Um, yeah. I, I go to Walmart and Publix. So All the ladies right now are like, yeah. get some girls on here. What on earth? <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, number I, I number five, it. clutter. Number six, complaining. Mm. Seven, TV. Eight, oh, video complaining games. would be a good one. And complaining is almost impossible. <laughs> <laughs> video games, soda, and eating out. All right. So here's, here's a good little That's thing for me to wrap my time up. So this is a reward of Lent. So mm-hmm. greater intimacy with God is reward of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're right. If, if sugar is your thing, not that it's a sin, but giving it up to focus on God, you, mm-hmm. that's your sacrifice, right? Anyway, so it says that his love and one salvation are not reliant on denying oneself chocolate or beer, but idolatry stands in the way of worshiping the one true God. Mm-hmm. So these 40 days are set aside to praise and worship the Lord, to read the Bible more, to pray more often. And it just says, those who observe Lent usually anticipate deeper intimacy with the Lord, which is the blessing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love that. So mm. with that, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe it was intentional. I, I don't know if you said that it was. But you kind of opened up your message on Sunday with Lent. And then it was, honestly, I think the perfect message Um when you talked about Zacchaeus, mm-hmm. who was a wee mm-hmm. little man, and a wee little man was he. That had no um, nowhere in my mind did that relate. It was so perfect because it was almost, what are you sacrificing? And towards the end, you talked about his, Mm. you know, his care of his reputation Mm. and his willingness to be childlike Mm. before the Lord, to seek the Lord. Mm. And so there is the, a lessening and so that you can focus on the Lord. And so, I don't know, I just thought it ended up being like a really sweet parallel and probably spurred some people on if they are deciding to participate in whether it's Lent or just a fast, whatever. Um, and you gave such practical tools for seeking. So I kind of want to transition to talking about your message. Can we do that? Sure. Can we post the song under our social media? What song? And a wee little man was he. Keep going. That's all I know. <laughs> That's the only important part. I kept wanting to say it. You were like, Zacchaeus is a wee little man. And I'm going to be like, and a wee little man was he. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah. a, this is that, those are Sunday school songs for y'all or what? Yeah, you, th- what? you didn't oh, know that song. Alex. Bro, I grew up in a Hispanic Pentecostal they, church, th- but they didn't sing it in Spanish. Yeah. No. What would Zacchaeus? What? How would that translate? Zacchaeus was a wee little man. Oh, let's move forward. Let's go on. Let's go to the message. Oh yeah, um, that's funny. That is oh, funny. All I'm doing, I'm gonna go to YouTube and send you the song right now. Okay. Not that we play it. Yeah, I'll definitely put it somewhere. You, you no, you won't. <laughs> the trash can. Yeah, um, it does not go with the flow of our church, bro. No. 
No, you don't could. know that, bro. I'll put it. I'll put it on Sunday set list. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, I was gonna joke and be like, I asked Alex to put this on, but he wouldn't let me. <laughs> you should text. Oh, does everybody know that Charlie will be here? Did Whoa. I just let the cat out of the bag? Oh man, it's not even a secret. Well, this maybe Sunday? Charlie could sing. Zacchaeus was a little. <laughs> he did. He did have a bit of a culture shock when he moved. <laughs> To the states. Oh yeah. Wait. So he's coming this Sunday. Yeah. Probably. He'll be here for the move. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah 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 yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, but he'll be here Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. That's awesome. Exciting. Um. Okay. Let's go to your message. I'm in. So, hold on. While you pulled up. Okay. So. Yeah. I did mention this too. Is I I have never, to my knowledge, never taught on this story. Wow. Right, but I know the story. You know yes, what's funny? Yes. Not even in youth group. I don't remember. This feels it. like a classic. Come youth on, group story. Bro, what kind I of student did, pastor man. was you, bro? I don't know, man. <laughs> he was, was trying to get away like, from it. He was like, "They're not kids," because yeah. it also feels like a kid story. I was more in Romans, bro. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> going hard. I in do Romans. remember. I do remember going hard in Romans. Uh-huh. Anyway, what you wrote. So I knew this, but yeah, okay. I don't. I don't. Maybe I did. I don't know. Yeah. But um, so when I got to really look at it. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more than I even knew. Wow. About, like that went around this yes. story. Even like the first verse, he entered Jericho and passing through. Yeah. I, I just, so I looked that up and just read some, read some commentaries, but you know, I didn't even realize that he was on his way to Jerusalem. Yeah. For the last time. Wow. Yeah. So it made that to was me sweet context. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it made the story come even more alive yep. where he's going to be murdered. Yes. And he still had to stop on his way, right? Yeah. It wasn't by choice, I mean, chance that he went through Jericho. He knew what he was doing. Yes. Um, so anyway, I just thought that was a cool cool little Well, I, lo- I love that you taught on it. When you, because we've been in this Awake My Soul series, mm-hmm. and we put down generosity, like when we were brainstorming. Yeah. But when you said you were doing generosity this week, I was almost like, huh. How you gonna do that? You know, like what? No it, what I know, I know the spiritual implications to understanding what your heart is tied to, and that it can, yeah. what your heart is tied to, pulls your heart in that direction, mm-hmm. and it can lull you right to sleep. You're just happy with mm-hmm. your own little life and your finances and how you've structured yeah. your life to insulate yourself. Wow. And so I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was a really refreshing message on generosity and very relevant to. Yeah. Awaking our souls. It was perfect. So, so anyway, I was curious where you were going to go, and it went a great direction. Well, so was I. And yeah, <laughs> uh, me too. And so when I when I was done before something just finished writing mm-hmm. this, I was like, man, this has nothing to do with generosity. Mm. And then the Lord kind of said to me, it has everything to do with it. Like if we truly want to be generous mm-hmm. in what we give, you first have to know the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it's like this story to me is the picture of the gospel. Mm-hmm. I mean, even that first, I said this second service, not first. I said, you might not realize it, but in he entered Jericho and was passing through. That is the gospel. Mm -hmm. If you look a little deeper, it shows his love for a child of his that was stealing, that was dirty. And he knew that what what the example would be when he goes in there and directly calls him down and talks to him, the person no one likes. Shout out to the chosen, because Mm. these are things that, you know, even the way that you described that. These were Jews, but they were working for the Romans. So they are in such a tough spot Mm -hmm. with literally only their money to comfort them. Like there's everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, you know, like you may even have heard this context or know this context, but watching The Chosen has given it such a clear picture because you see Matthew Matthew Mm -hmm. in season one, just the hate for from the Jews to him and really, but he's, you know, he's got his, I I love when Jesus calls him, 
and every and they're all about to you know embark mm-hmm. on really I guess that journey to go meet the woman at the well, yep. um, and Matthew's door is so ornate, mm-hmm. like he's rich, and everybody yeah. else is kind of coming out of their little like shacks and yeah, huts like and everything, but he's got yep. this like big beautiful ornate door. But anyway, um, all that to say, it, it was very cool to know to actually have real life context that these were hated people. Like yeah. Zacchaeus really would have wow. been oh, alone and hated. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't, the hate doesn't stop. So in the chosen too, even the disciples, Matthew's traveling with yes. them, but they still don't yeah. like them until mm. about season two and a half or yeah. three that they finally start breaking down those barriers mm-hmm. with it. Mm. I mean, but that's how deep it runs. Yeah. Well, and then you all, you kind of get it. Yeah. You know, think about it. That yes. happened here. You would also be very hesitant to yeah. accept that person into your group, yes. knowing what he's done to people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that about Matthew, but I am about Zacchaeus. Right. I mean, he, he stole from people. Yes. So. So very sweet. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump into verse three, because uh, this is where, you know, you got to this part that I love about um, desire, effort, marrying those two and that yes. being really powerful. So we get to verse three um, in Luke 19. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but he was not able because of the crowd since he was a short man. Um, you were kind of hating on him for being a short man. Well, he was not a short man. It's not, no, I'm that's just what, kidding. Um, God said it, not me. <laughs> There's a part that's where true. sometimes I wish we had video yeah. podcasts <laughs> so you can see my reaction looking at Ryan. <laughs> Why is that my fault? Mm-hmm. I'll point it out what it says. <laughs> uh, so we got into this because um, this I, is his I, desire. Yes, and I basically said we Jesus might be passing through on this this story, but also in our church in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a role if we want to experience seeing Jesus, mm-hmm. and it led to if you have a desire to see him, and that's what it says he was trying to see. So we went into seeking what it looks like to seek the Lord. But you first start with that desire, mm-hmm. and this is verse three, verse four gets to a different part of that. I like I like thinking that because you think about. What would Jesus passing by look like for us right now if we're not going to physically see him come into our town? Like if we're not going to do that, what does that look like? And Mm. to me, I think in this time, it's, I mean, you may think, no, that was me deciding to go to church. But really, Mm. I think that could be Jesus passing by. You're hearing a message of who he is. It maybe piques some interest or intrigue. the then the key is don't let that literally just pass by. Yeah. And to maybe put some action to it. It could be a a a meme or, you know, something that you saw on Facebook. Is that the version of Jesus passing by that we can actually grab hold of and mm-hmm. again not just let it pass by. So I just think that's it's interesting that so then when he climbs up, when we get to verse four, that's where you see he very easily, obviously, if he knew that Jesus was coming, he could have just let that pass by. Yeah. Well, it says, I mean, the crowd. So you got to picture Jesus walking with a ton of people mm-hmm. around him. And we know the crowd draws a crowd. Mm-hmm. So we can assume. Sometimes. I don't want to interrupt well, you. I mean, like in this kind of situation. Definitely. But like sometimes, mm-hmm. I, I just, I wonder for some people, like there's that, um, the if effect. other people are doing it, no, I don't want to do it. it. You know, wanna. and so he could way. have had he could have had that kind of heart towards it. Like, meh, it, yeah. it, it just yeah. that's a normal thing. I don't well, that's what I was gonna say. That he knew he had to have known a little bit about mm-hmm. Jesus. So mm-hmm. I guess the rumors, if you want to call him that, in Zacchaeus' yeah, life, that's true. Matched up with there's a lot of people following him. Commotion. 
commotion intrigues. You at least want to say, what's going on over there? Yeah, so, that's true. But that that teamed up with what he probably heard about him with miracles and stories and all this already. So yeah. he And he was Jewish, so he knows the Old Testament. We can assume part of it. Yeah. So he knew that somebody was coming. He just didn't know that necessarily it was him. So wow. we went from he was trying to see Jesus, and we kind of turned that to we do have a role in seeking Christ. Mm-hmm. Now he he first draws us and seeks sought us seeks seeks us thus, <laughs> but we also have a role in that to stop and gaze. And so we just kind of brought in how the Old and New Testament kind of to define it. It's a verse in um, what's the one Jeremiah. Jeremiah's mm-hmm. in there. There's a couple of them where to seek the Lord is you set your mind oh, and heart sorry, yes. on God. I thought you were talking about the one that you used, which was um, y- you will seek me and you will yes. find me. When you me but it's even heart. more so. So, yeah, I was trying to say to truly seek him is to consciously set your mind on God. Yes. To make the choice to, to set your mind on God. So I actually looked up the definite, like the biblical definition of seek. And there are these two, like in the Hebrew and the Greek, mm-hmm. um, they all, you know, kind of revolve around this theme. And so in the Hebrew, to seek means to search out by any method. And I thought, what a good Mm -hmm. picture of what Zacchaeus was doing by any method. And this method was climbing a tree. And so I I just like that. That The Greek, um, the Greek was seek to find. So it's that you're looking with the intention to find something. And the thing that I read about this was that the core meaning of of both of either the Hebrew of the 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 Hebrew or the Greek is that it supports God's desire to be found. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I don't want to jump too hmm. far ahead. Sorry. But no, no, no. To. That's perfect. Well, it's a good good time because yeah. we we point out here too that um, Zacchaeus's effort to see Jesus also allowed Jesus to see him. Yes. You know. Yes. So it's kind of that that two and two. Well, because we get wow. that a lot, and the, uh, you know. It's funny to talk about or to think about, but it is the truth of the gospel. Like there, whatever the verse is, draw near to God mm-hmm. and he will draw near to you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think, well, That's if God good. wants me, like he knows where I am, I'm right here. Yep. But it, it almost goes back to, I'm not trying to go off the rails, but it almost mm-hmm. goes back to Adam. Yeah. Uh, Adam, where are you? Mm-hmm. He's not asking for his location. Yep. He's, it's, you're not, see- yeah. you're not seeking me. Yeah, you, something you come, happened. If yeah. we have an appointment to walk in the yeah. garden, Ooh. you're not where you're supposed to be. But the Lord where, is. But the Lord is. Yep. So it's that seeking. So there isn't like we we like to think that maybe there's not like God will just come find me. There we are told. So I, when I was even looking up the definition for seek, the amount of times in Scripture that we are commanded to seek mm-hmm. that puts some responsibility yeah, on there us. Is very much. Um, so you know. And we do I'll have to have a role. We we have to think when we're like, why you know why isn't Jesus coming to find me? Well, he did. Yeah, the dude, the, the dude, mm-hmm. the Messiah left heaven to seek oh, us out. Yes, you know to seek and save the lost. That's yes. what. It, that's another seek. He yes. did Which that. is at the end of this story. Did you know that's where this? No, I'm sorry. The son, for the Son of Man, he came to seek and save the lost. Yes. Okay, that was another <laughs> thing that I didn't realize was in the Zacchaeus story until mm-hmm. I read it. But wow. We use that verse a lot. It's because of this. Yes. Well, the Lord would never. He would never ask us to do something that he's never already mm. led by example yeah. with. Yeah. That's so good. You know? And yes. so that that is why we give much mm. in any area of our lives. Yeah. Because he's given everything. A, everything. That's the generosity That's message. That's the generosity gosh. message. Yes. So it shouldn't, it shouldn't um, be, I say this very, very respectfully, it shouldn't be 
um, such a struggle to give when you've gotten the revelation mm. of how much he's given to us. <laughs> that's the point of a changed heart, and that's what yes. happened to him. Yes. He didn't care about his money anymore because he had the true thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He had Christ. You want to know the, the biggest generosity message that has changed my life? <laughs> it oh, was boy. when I was seeking out. Does God, I think I've even shared this before, but does God, do I really have to give 10%? Yes. Oh. <laughs> and it was a John Piper thing. And he said, if you know Jesus, why would you stop at 10%? I saw that too. <laughs> I was like, yes. oh gosh. Yes. Like that'll convict your heart. Well, that's the, the whole conviction of like trying to somehow mentally justify less than the 10%. Less, just do less. Yes. You know? Yes. But. Again, we idolize. I mean, money is a, is a big topic. Yes. This is why is like why do we shy from talking about money? Because <laughs> people get too offended so easily when you talk about quote unquote what they think is their money. Yeah, which shows you the reality that Jesus yes. knew we would tie our hearts. Yeah, to it but and let it lead mind, us around like a dog on a leash. Um, you did know? you did you say? I can't remember. Rich young ruler. No, I don't know which memory this is coming from. I feel like it, I either watched somebody or heard you or even heard Liam. I've been in church too much lately. Um, but if it's good, I'll claim it. I think it might have been Liam on Sunday night. But basically this idea of compared to eternity, if the average age of a human is like 70 to 80. Yeah. Like, why not give everything in this like short spir- mm. uh, period of, of a That's human true. life? Yes. That was, that was a Liam quote. Got to be. Mm. Yeah. In comparison to what eternity is going to bring us. Yeah. So I reflect that even towards money mm-hmm. where it's just like, why do we hold on to this, this life that's so temporary and, and but a vapor? Mm-hmm. Mm. Why not just release it? And it's not about like being, um, how would you say, like irresponsible? Yes. Like I get the responsibility. Yes. Like I get the... Stewardship. The stewardship yeah. that, you know, to the trust of money yeah. and to take care of your family. Um, but I really believe there's a fine line between like absolute trust with the Lord mm-hmm. that, that, and it's not a naive thing. It's a faith thing. Right. That's the, this is the part where it really hurts us. Childlike. Childlike. Yes. You know, yes. do you not believe that the Lord would take care of you, the one that owns everything? Yep. So one of the funny thing, one of the funny things that me and Liz always talk about is this happened uh, a few days ago. We're at Walmart. And she she wanted something. I was like, girl, I got the money. Like, <laughs> I got the money. And she's like, well, where's it at? I said, man, my father, like, in heaven, he hasn't. And she's like, well, that hasn't been deposited yet. Like, that hasn't hit our bank account yet, you know? I love uh, You know, so yeah. So yeah. it's just this funny thing is like, yes. we, there is a reality. We know that yeah. our father in heaven, the, the, the God of the universe, mm-hmm. absolutely owns everything. Yeah. Um, but then there's that pe- part where it's just like, it hasn't hit our bank account yet. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, there's also a point of being responsible with yes. what you got. And I mean, yes. That's not what you're saying. Yes. Like, well, it's, it ties in perfectly yes. what you're about to say. Well, I don't know. How you know what I was saying? I feel it. I was going to say with, <laughs> I forget the exact quote of the exact Bible verse, but when you're responsible with less, mm-hmm. then he can trust you to be responsible mm-hmm. with more. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, and that's that thing. And giving away, <laughs> is part of that responsibility. I mean, that's what yes. we're called to do. I also want to do a quick parallel because this was in some of the research too, but I just didn't have time to bring it in. Mm-hmm. So three chapters ago in Luke 16 was the story of the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. And basically it was the same invitation, but you saw one mm-hmm. that was too obsessed with his money. And you that's where that verse, um, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle yep. than a rich man to enter heaven. Mm-hmm. Then in here, verse two, there was a man named Zacchaeus tax collector and he was rich mm. so you have these two people with the same prestige if you will yes. same finances one of them didn't want to give it away one of them gave it 
basically all the way. Yeah. You know? yep. And uh, so you see these two people, same situation. One followed the right way. And he Salvation was founded today. Mm. The other one, no. How wow, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of things on that. The Christian life is not the life of convenience. Mm-hmm. No. Like nothing is like just because you're a Christian, you walk that life. It's mm-hmm. not just supposed, everything's from now on is now convenient mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. No, it's a blessing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not of convenience, but out of our inconvenience, you find true blessings from mm-hmm. Christ. Yes. If it's, it's sacrificed for him. You know what I mean? hundred percent. It's that concept of if, I mean, that biblical concept of if you love your life, you'll lose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to lose your life is to truly gain everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, this is a process that ge- that got generously with us, like helps us come to understand. Like these are, this is foolishness outside of Christ, mm. you know, to yes. not love your life so much or yeah. like it's just fool- foolishness, but to be in Christ, he will continue to reveal these things to you that, the things that you're holding on to so tightly, wow. they're going to pass away. But he has so much more, yep. um, more for us. So, last thing I want to say on this yeah, part because you you also when you, when you mentioned you know Jesus has done it, mm-hmm. he's done the work. Mm-hmm. I mean that we we can't forget that Jesus has already finished his work. Mm-hmm. Now it's our time to come to him. Mm-hmm. He's already came to us. He's already. Um, accomplish everything he said it's finished on the cross now it's our time to seek him out mm-hmm. and know what that truly means again so, yeah commanded so much again in seek. scripture to seek and seeking as i just reiterate yeah. seeking means to consciously well the one i use yes. consciously set your mind on god and the, mm-hmm. those hard situations alive tired done you question you're doubting make the choice to set your mind on christ that's what seeking mm-hmm. means and uh again going back to this lent season like what it if you even go back to this hebrew definition to search out by any method when people are like okay so lent yes when i'm not when i'm uh craving the thing i'm missing like mm-hmm. whatever it is and i'm you know uh, fasting from abstaining mm-hmm. from when i'm craving that thing to set my mind on christ mm-hmm. but then also to search him out by any method and that yeah. when i read that definition it took me back to last year mm-hmm. that it was like i didn't exactly know what i was going to fill my time with because social media took up I, mm-hmm. you don't want to see my screen time mm-hmm. at the end of every week. You don't want to see that. It's it's disheartening. Um, but what am I going to do with these hours that mm-hmm. I would just scroll endlessly? And it became to search out by any method. Wow, it yeah. really, it, YouTube, like I'm yeah. watching these videos of people explaining why I believe what I believe. And so um, that, I, I just think that's another yeah. uh, practical thing that people can take. What's funny is I, you know, again, the Lord, put a definition of seeking in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, seeking is about putting effort into learning and expecting a good outcome. That's, yes. Isn't that that's funny? so funny. Mm-hmm. And then you said that. It's that language um, to search out by any method yes. and to seek with an intention to find. Yes, You're going to find it. You're going to find it. That's the Lord, bro. <laughs> Unless I yes. read that somewhere and I thought I made it. Up. But so his um, desire led to him putting effort. Yes. And that's verse four. Which so he says so running ahead. Remember, there's a crowd following Jesus. Mm-hmm. He was short, so he ran ahead, climbed a sycamore tree, so he could see Jesus, mm-hmm. since he was about to pass that way. And so that's it. So yes, you do start with the desire, or you don't even start with the desire. That, wow. You know, some people don't. But let's just say you have a desire to see Jesus. Then it can't stop at the desire. Mm-hmm. The desire needs to lead to you actually putting action or effort into it. Yeah. And Zacchaeus's way of doing that was sprinting climbing a tree just so that he could get a glimpse of Christ. Mm-hmm. Wow. It keeps taking me back to draw near to him. He will draw near to you. That, mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah. really did 
make a way for Jesus to come then to him and talk yeah. to him. Well, that's the, I mean, the principle of <clears throat> you can't change people. Mm. And when people are stuck in a certain way, as much as you want to try to change their way, up until that person themselves yeah. put themselves in a position mm. to finally surrender or to finally draw near, mm. then can change happen. Yes. You know, and this is why, like, we've said things like, you know, Jesus is a gentleman and, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, these like little phrases that we use. But the truth is, like, the Lord is not going to force mm. himself on you, you know? He's the one who gave us free will. Yes. Yes. And through that free will, you know, if you just receive that gift, then, you know, the rest, the rest really just happens naturally, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Yeah. True love isn't, isn't forcing someone to love them back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is always one of those like common, um, like even apologetic talks where, you know, people just ask these questions, you know, why does sin into the world? Why does God do this? Why does he allow that? And the the concept of free will is one to is is one that's hard to grasp. Yes. The concept of God's love mm-hmm. is one that sometimes it really is mm-hmm. hard to grasp. Yes. And if and it's only really revealed through the Holy Spirit. Um, but again, this is this is the it, we can if we had to just add analogies, it, it happens through relationship through two people fall in love with one another. Mm-hmm. You can't force mm-hmm. somebody else to fall in love with you, mm-hmm. but through your desire and through subtleties of affection, mm-hmm. somebody can fall in love with you, mm-hmm. and that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't I don't know what else to say to that, but no, th- I mean, but that's so kind of uh, it. You know, we liken it to, mm-hmm. uh, and this is our this is the church's relationship to the bridegroom. Yes. There has to be affection on both sides, mm-hmm. you know, and um, affection and desire and effort on both sides of, of this relationship. And he's done his work. He's proven his love. Wow. He so yeah. loved the world. Yes. That he sent his he son for his us. Son. So it, it's, he's already done that. And so there's nothing that could increase his love for us. It's, it's done. Mm. So for us to die to our self, and to show genuine love for him, it it does require an effort. Mm-hmm. We can't just say, "Well, I do love you," but I don't do anything to right. seek you out. I don't do anything to to show my love for you. Mm-hmm. You would question if somebody had love. There's a quote so, yeah. by a famous philosopher, John Mayer, who says, <laughs> "Love is a verb." Yep. You know, for real. I'm uh-huh. joking. No, I get that, yeah. Love is a verb. I got a big yeah. smile on my face. Yes. That was good. That was a good we one. love it. Y'all are so ready. Like, oh, bro. John Mayer? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. I mean, love is a verb. It requires yeah. action. Now, that would also reminds me of what you just said. We've said this on a podcast where Jesus wants to marry you. Yes. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a friend relationship. It's not a dating relationship. It's a full yes. commitment and a bond that never breaks. It's a covenant. And he wants to marry you. That's yeah. the same love he wants to give and receive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, and that kind of leads me to one of the points that you had, which was it's a very similar sentiment. Um, you said he wants a relationship with you. He yeah. wants to come to your house. Wow. He wants close proximity with you. Yeah. He wants to sit closely with mm. you and walk closely yeah. with you. Like he that's just, he what just, he desires. He doesn't just want you to come, quote unquote, visit him on Sunday. Right. So good. Yes. He wants to live with you. Yes. Yeah. And yes. uh, if it's okay, like even because I know past couple of weeks podcast we've talked about um, like the stuff that's happening at Asbury. Yes, but it, it's this Ashbury. whole Ashbury. Ashbury. Yeah. <laughs> but again, same thing. Yes. Where we know, we know, we know, we know that the Lord can visit you wherever, wherever. Yes, you know, and 
and we don't want to necessarily get in the way, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but again, I just think, you know, this is a perfect example of there's so many people who are desiring what's happening there. Mm-hmm. Yet, man, don't you think that the Lord wants to do that anywhere? At your house? Like, <laughs> or it, yeah. you know, and this yeah. is not bashing people who want to go no, there. Like, y'all no, know no. our hearts. We've already told yes. everybody, if you want to go, go, Absolutely. you know? Um, but why not, you know, stir something up in your local mm-hmm. house? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, Lord can do it anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, like. And so I guess that's a, I don't want to say anything heretical. Okay. All I'm saying is if the Lord, if, if the promise is draw close to him and he'll mm-hmm. draw close to you, if you want his presence, it's not necessarily about you drawing close to him by going to Asbury. Again, not that's, mm-hmm. I'm just using that as an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good, Sally. You can draw close to him in your home, mm. in your secret place, yeah. in your prayer closet, yeah. in your car. Draw close to him. He will come. He will show his presence yeah. to you. And so that's kind of the image that I get for that. Yep. And, like and, that. and then we see it. We see. So he quickly. Or Sorry, sorry, sorry. I jumped ahead. Well, five. Because this Verse is what five, I was saying yes. where um, his effort led to him seeing Jesus, but also Jesus, Jesus seeing, seeing him. him. So the whole point is, in, yes, Jesus sees all of us all the time. Yes. But. But Jesus is human at this point, and so he sees this man who who is standing out in yes. a crowd climbing up a tree. Yes. So it drew his attention to him. But Jesus also saw, I just thought about this, he also saw his Zacchaeus' desire to see him. It's almost like the woman who knew, if I just touch his cloak, I'll be healed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, you know? I thought the same thing. Yes. Really? Yes. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. So, sorry, then you jumped into... Jesus is saying, hey, come on down. Mm-hmm. And um, Zacchaeus didn't wait, didn't hesitate, didn't make excuses. He just said he quickly came and welcomed him mm-hmm. joyfully. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where we got into where you, Jesus extends the invitation, yeah. um, but you also have to welcome it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, because wow. I, I think about this. So, you know, we have songs and things like that that say, I, I welcome you. Mm-hmm. And that the, and then you have this weird tension because you're like, but his presence is here. I mean, mm-hmm. we're told in scripture that he is in all, mm-hmm. living through all, mm-hmm. you know, everything. So we know his presence is here, but there is a difference between Jesus is standing right next to you, but you're not engaging with him. Right. And I'm walking with him yes. in every thought, in my decisions, in my actions. I'm bouncing off of Jesus. Like, hey, what do you think of this? Hey, can I do this? Hey, should I say this? Like, there is a difference between just him, yep. his presence being beside you yep. or you're actually doing yep. life with him. Yeah. And so there is like, yeah, he's here. Yep. Yeah. He knows you. Yeah. He sees you. Yeah. It's that it, the Holy Spirit wants to be, be very, very present. Mm-hmm. And then the more people seek him, he has what people would call his manifest presence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would test people in this. Mm-hmm. This is, this is not wild, but I promise you, we have we've experienced this before, but if if this is something that you question, and and the next time that we gather, we worship the Lord, or even like nights of worships or like the gathering, just notice a room mm-hmm. after a certain period of time, where like why is it that the the room t- starts to shift after 10, mm-hmm. 15, 25 minutes mm-hmm. of like just consistent worship, yeah, nonstop, yeah, where there's people who perhaps they come in. And maybe there's an agenda in their mind. I'm just going to say here. But then for some reason, there's you can't not control but stand up mm-hmm. or move or raise your hand. That shot at the gathering. Sorry, I don't yes. want to interrupt, but there's a shot of the gathering. Me oh, and yes. Brittany are sitting beside in each sync, other yeah. and in sync. Like the, the way we stand yes. even is, 
identical. Yes. And it, you know, why, well, well, why do we both feel well, that these in the are same the moment? things of the spirit yes. that become mystery. Yeah. But again, Jesus's own Jesus's own words. I'm looking for worshipers who worship me in what spirit, spirit and, and in truth. truth. Yes. So many people only understand truth. Mm-hmm. Jesus didn't say spirit and facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said spirit and in truth. And what makes you think that you can understand truth if you don't understand spirit? Yes. The spirit, spirit is what shows is it. Yeah. You know, so this is a twofold thing. Yes. You can know all the Bible. You can, and that's what I'm saying. You can know all the quote unquote facts. facts. But what is it to know the truth? Mm-hmm. Well, it's in combination of spirit. Yeah. Bro, that's so that, that's that um, conversation you had with Nicodemus. Yeah, yes. Yes. It's, he knew all the facts. Mm-hmm. Knew all the facts. Mm-hmm. You know, but the mm-hmm. things of the kingdom, the things of the spirit, they're mysteries. Mm-hmm. So here's the mystery. Consistent worship, consistent what other people would also even call soaking, Mm -hmm. where you're just like being indulged in the manifest Mm -hmm. presence of the Lord, things start to shift, Mm -hmm. you know? That's why you have encounters with people like, man, I never thought I'd be one of those people that Mm -hmm. would just, with my entire body, Mm -hmm. I give to the Lord, Mm -hmm. you know? This is why David looked crazy. This is why he danced, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like, man... Um, I look crazy some nights when I'm just with my kids and we mm-hmm. put worship music on. Mm-hmm. If you were to have uh, a secret cam in yeah. my living room, I'd be like, who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> and we're just looking silly. Yes. But in the eyes of the Lord, I bet you there's not a greater smile. Uh-huh. Joy. Uh-huh. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because, I mean, I don't know. This is the stuff. Oh, this is the stuff well, that just what, makes me go wild. What you're saying to, again, pointing about the story happened in Zacchaeus. Mm-hmm. Like when he was around now, this is Jesus in the flesh, not the spirit, mm-hmm. but something broke in him too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something back going back real quick when it says he climbed up the tree yeah. and Jesus noticed him. It it was his faith that really saved him, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He didn't even say anything mm-hmm. about faith, but you have to have faith in order to run ahead and climb a tree to see a man passing by. You're literally describing Hebrews 11.6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists yeah. and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And he rewarded him yes. with saying, I want to I want to stay at your house. Yes. And this is, I want to jump down to eight now because yeah. this is kind of what you were saying, man. When you just are around the presence of the Holy Spirit yes. or in this case around Jesus, something changes in your heart. Mm-hmm. Now, Zacchaeus is a dramatic change. We don't know the timeline here, but it seems like a dramatic change immediately. Yes. So he welcomed him in joyfully. Then verse eight, Zacchaeus stood there. This is how he responded to Jesus. He said, I will give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've extorted anything from anyone, I'll pay back four times as much. Wow. So without Jesus saying a word, according to this story, Zacchaeus knew I have to, I have to pay back and mm-hmm. I have to get this sin off my chest. So his sin was revealed to him in that moment yeah. just by being around Christ. Same thing wow. in an auditorium. Sometimes yes. the Lord, the Spirit ministers to you during musical worship because when you get into the presence of the Spirit, your sin is highlighted and it mm-hmm. calls for repentance and confession. And that was confession. Yes. You know, it was confession, but also like generosity. Well, that's mm. you, you. You said you know he rewarded him with. I want to go to your house, but yeah. the ultimate reward is the final verse. Salvation has Salvation. come to this house today. That's the reward. And I want to say this. I want to say, yes, salvation. So I I want to talk about Sunday too because there was a precious moment in the first service. Um, But also, I don't want people to tune out and be like, Zacchaeus' story is um, 
just a salvation story. This is also the continuing work of sanctification, Mm -hmm. that the dead areas in your life, you continue to seek the Lord. And one by one, it's going to be, oh, look, Lord, I'll I'll stop watching that. Oh, okay, then that's done. And then a few months later, oh, look, Lord, I'm going to give more. Uh, You know, like it's a continual work that we never stop seeking because in this flesh, this flesh will continue. I mean, we kind of talked about this a little Mm -hmm. bit yesterday, but like the enemy seeks to devour. Mm. He's continuing Mm. his work. We have to continue our work in the direction. Yes, we Mm. have to continue our seeking work of Jesus. This flesh will continue to seek to destroy you. Mm. It will continue to try to pull your soul back to a place of darkness. And we say, no, I want to look towards the light and I need him to illuminate all the Mm. darkness in me so that I can continue. I love that second Corinthians glory to glory. I don't want to be transformed more into the enemy. I don't want to be transformed more into my flesh. I died to that. I want to be transformed more into Jesus and closeness, nearness, seeking him, those things are what allows his yeah. light to shine in the darkness. And then we go Man. from glory to glory. And then we wow. shine it. Like it's wow. it's such a beautiful process. I got to bring this in real quick because bring it of, in. going back to the rich young ruler. Yes. You know, Zacchaeus displayed faith. And what I'm trying to get at is they were both face to face with Jesus. Yes. Zacchaeus yeah. knew what was uh, controlling his heart. Mm-hmm. The rich young ruler didn't. Even Jesus told him, and he yeah. still didn't do it. The difference was faith. I'm trying to read the story quickly Oof. to listen to what, how did it, there's a rich young ruler. Oh, this is the wrong one. Sorry. That's anyway, okay. I'm trying to see oh. what, what did the guy say when he first saw Jesus? How do I enter the kingdom of God or yes, something like how that? Do I I enter, yeah. So it was for him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like everything, even his walking up to Jesus was for the rich young ruler's own benefit. How do I get there? Zacchaeus was, how do I see him? Mm. I just want to see a glimpse of him. You know what I'm saying? So the heart posture was different, and that led to Zacchaeus knowing his sin. I heard an example about that recently. Oh, it was, it was, um, it's the disciples. Um, It was the disciples talking to Jesus. And when he comes down and he has been praying and he's, I guess the, it's like the transfiguration. So he's shining. Mm-hmm. And the question wasn't, how are you shining so bright? Mm. It After that, it was teach us to pray. Mm. Mm. It's a heart posture. It's not yes. that I want the effects. I don't want the, I don't want the greatness. I don't want the riches, the, all that kind of stuff. I don't need the effects of what's happening. I need to get to the heart of what's happening. Yep. I want to do that more. Yep. Mm. So it wasn't, you know, teach me how to how to shine so bright. It wasn't teach me how you got all the followers. It wasn't teach me all these different things. It was no, wow. something's happening when you pray, and it almost is that kind of thing. It's wow. It's the heart posture. Well, of, the, I don't. I don't need all the things. I don't need yes. you to tell me how to get all the things. I need well, you to I think tell me in, how in to live, prayer, how to be. I just want to see you. Yeah, I think in prayer, um, for for a lot of folks, we do have that perspective that prayer almost seems like. Uh, ask, 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 mm-hmm. but, um, you know, to me, prayer, what a treasure it is, but worship the Lord. Mm-hmm. But then I would, I would ask him to reveal the things like, you know, that, like what David said, search me, oh God, yes. you know, yes. Cause what Ryan is saying here is that say that thing again, where you're like, you need faith in order to see like mm-hmm. what Zacchaeus got revealed. And yeah. with the rich young ruler, it didn't seem like he did because he would he hadn't been revealed what's in himself. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, well, the, yeah. the pride and the just the 
the blindness, that mm-hmm. that's what's holding him down. Even when Jesus told him, he says, you still lack one thing, go sell everything. Yes. And so in that, that's where I just pray for people. If there is something holding you, pray that it would be revealed. Yes. Yeah. You know, because we don't want to get it. We don't want people to get it twisted. We keep we keep wanting to make sure that you understand, like, you know, the Lord draws near to you and, and you draw near to him. Mm-hmm. Like he's the one that comes after you first. Mm-hmm. But there's this portion that we really want people to be captivated today, you know, to have the desire, to have the effort. Yes. Um, but also if there's something that's holding that desire, holding that mm-hmm. effort, well, ask the Lord to to shine a light in the yeah. darkness. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't want that. That's no. really the problem. I know, I know. We don't want a certain part within us to be revealed mm-hmm. because we know that's going to hurt when it mm-hmm. gets teared out, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. the, the the true freedom, I'm telling you right now, the true freedom is a clean slate. Yeah. Not not holding on to anything. Mm-hmm. This is so the true. this is the Christ life that even can can seem kind of debatable or confusing. But like, why is it that Christians struggle? And you know, we do believe Christians can't be possessed by an mm-hmm. evil spirit. But why is it that we struggle? Point period. We keep holding on to things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're afraid to let them go. Yeah. Well, you know, we're comfortable. You may not be possessed, but why is it that you're still holding on to something? Mm-hmm. This you know this is hard. the flesh the, the you know the spirit is willing the flesh is weak yes like we just have a really yeah. weak flesh and so wait but, I gotta I gotta say this I'm sorry this is just fascinating to me go I might repeat myself but I have to tell it in my head so what is the difference between this rich young ruler and Zacchaeus it's I pulled it up I was actually wrong it's Luke 18 it's a chapter right before mm-hmm. I was looking at the rich man and Lazarus yes, yes. Heaven yes, thing. yes, yes the yes, heaven and hell thing yep. yeah, yeah. yeah anyway so. The question was, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? The thing about Zacchaeus is he didn't even have to ask. He just knew if I get close enough to Jesus, something will happen. Yes. Yeah. This guy was with Jesus, but he still didn't. He didn't seek Jesus. He, yeah, he you wanted, know, it's fun. Well, he wanted salvation, which is, you know, yeah. which is yes, yes, a place in heaven. Mm-hmm. But the the here's the wisdom. Zacchaeus asked for Jesus. That's what yes. I'm right. And Jesus freely gave salvation. Salvation, mm-hmm. yes. Because he put effort into his desire. No. This guy didn't put any effort. I'm not hating on this guy because, hey, we all do not this. Yet. But there is no effort in, hey, how do I get eternal life? Mm-hmm. Zacchaeus didn't have to ask. He showed that he wanted it by what he did. And that's mm-hmm. why we keep saying seeking really enlightens you to who Jesus is mm-hmm. because he reveals himself to you. Mm-hmm. He didn't, the, Jesus didn't reveal himself to the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. He said, go follow the Ten Commandments. You'll be all right. <laughs> Crazy. You know what I'm oh, yeah. But to him, he said, yeah. I want to stay at your house. Wow. I think the practical thing for people today even could be whatever you're praying for or asking for, like, let's press pause on that mm-hmm. and maybe just say, just show me who you are. Yeah. Like, wow. I just want to see who you are. That's show good. me your face. Show yep. me your glory. In that is where he will illuminate everything that needs to be really illuminated. Mm. We think we're asking mm. for things that we need or want. And really, the main thing that we need is just to see more clearly who Jesus is. And mm. that will that will help everything else come into line with that, you know? Yep. Yeah, that's, um, that's good. Today, salvation has come. I want to touch on that because yeah. I just want to say during the first service, it was just a beautiful moment. And I felt... The Holy Spirit was moving and mm-hmm. truly moving through you, Ryan, the way that you were speaking. I literally in my mind I was like, he's locked in. Like just I just knew I almost could feel that this was about to happen. So then you told 
everyone to keep their eyes open, which I thought I, I, I inside was like, yes, like, yeah. yes, this is so good because this is not some fake imaginary thing that somebody needs to be ashamed of. Like, yeah. and you just encourage that childlike faith that we do all have to return to. We have to, that Zacchaeus in this childlikeness would climb a tree. Wow. I can't remember the last time I climbed a tree and I'm mm-hmm. like only 30. I don't know how old he was, but like that, especially in that time, like even if I did it today, people would be like, that's kind of weird. Well, right? Running, yes. a rich man running and running, climbing, climbing a tree. And, yes. You know, like, what is this dude doing? Especially yeah. in that time when that was such a thing, like your dignity was a big yeah. deal. Like wow. people are weird today anyway. So you're, it's not mm-hmm. that yeah, weird to like, see things. That's normal. Yeah, yeah. But like during that time, <laughs> such a childlike thing to say, mm-hmm. I want to see Jesus. Yeah. So for you to make it such a statement for someone that, Someone, you don't have to be scared of this decision. This is the best thing that you could do. Yeah. And then, you know, someone raised their hand for salvation and you just looking at that person and just saying, that's a real man. Yeah. And then the way that you encourage them. I just, it was such a, and then to say today, salvation has come to this house. Yep. It, it was just, I, I was just so proud yeah. to be in the room and at this church knowing this is what, this is what God is doing. Mm-hmm for real people in real time, like yeah. today. It's, for, it's just awesome. First off, I know that was completely Holy Spirit because I have no clue what I said. Legit. You need to I go back not, and listen. I could not tell you. get chills, yeah. Um, pre-prayer, um, we had, uh, I forget who it was. There's multiple people to pray for us. But yeah. I was even telling them, it's like, man, I just feel like this is like a, I call it altar call, but you yeah. know my thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if it's right. He's like, well, don't be afraid. Yeah. So I said, we'll let, this, we'll let the Spirit lead. Yes. And that was funny that the Spirit did lead that. And what an act of faith by this grown mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, same talking about Zacchaeus. Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. No, he didn't run and climb a tree, but in front of, we had 500 people in that service. Yes. And in front of 500 people, there was two people <laughs> that, I, that I saw. There could have been more that raise hand. And it wasn't hesitation. Mm-hmm. It was not, oh, no, I'm nervous. No, it was mm-hmm. hands straight up mm-hmm. in the air. I want everybody to see that this is my declaration. Wow. And same Beautiful. thing with Zacchaeus. The, today, salvation has come. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, yeah, I do know him. Um, I know wow. his story. I know his life. I, I, and I'm just saying, I think he was at a point where he's like, I need people. Yeah. I need for myself to say this in front of people so that I'll commit. You know what I mean? Well, yes. there, are, there are moments that have to be black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, as sensitive as we sometimes want to be, uh, almost as we're trying to play the Lord. I know yeah. that sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, heaven and hell is real. Yep. Eternity's real. Yeah. Separation from the Lord is real. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And the gospel, this is what we believe. This is why we would give our lives for, mm-hmm. for it. And so in moments like this, it was a black and white moment. I want people's eyes to be open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See the reality. Yeah. You know, and in that particular story with the individual that did raise his hands, it's it is the pushing away pride, pushing away yeah. my past, and saying, "Here I am." Yeah, hmm. pride's a man. Pride is a killer. It, it is. That's a good one to bring in here because it takes a lot of humility. Yeah, humbleness, humility. Oh, yes. Not like you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah. To to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I'm. Ladies, I'm not hating on ladies, but for, I don't know. For a grown man, because mm-hmm. you have to admit that there's a lot of fault in order for you to do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what humility is. Is Repentance is first acknowledging that you're sinful. Mm-hmm. In order to repent, you have to know you sin. And so he 
he did that. And I was, man, anyway, that was good. I can keep good. talking all day about yes. that. Yes. No, it's good. Um, so it was a beautiful Sunday. This was a great message. I think, I hope it encourages um, people who've been walking with Jesus for a short amount of time or like brand new, but also people who've been walking with him for a long time that that we'd never stop seeking. It's yeah. not just to get to today. Salvation has come. It is a continual process yeah. that we get to, we get to have excitement about seeing who Jesus is mm-hmm. and allowing that to clear out the stuff in us that doesn't look like I like Alex, I think just in conversation, we talked about this yesterday where salvation is needed every day. Or let me say this. You don't have to rededicate your life every yeah. day. The thought of salvation. It's the gospel. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's what I mean. It's like we need saving. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you know what I, yes. Yes, I'm we're not, saved, but we consistently yeah. need saving every day. That's yes. it. We're hidden in Christ. Yes. Like th- that's not an issue, but this continual shedding of mm-hmm. our old person yes. has we have to have help from Jesus. Yeah. Um we have to. Daily. And it starts with yeah. knowing the gospel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, well, guys, thank you so much. I hope this has been an encouraging conversation for people. I was encouraged. I also was encouraged. Um, so yay. Uh, quick things because big weekends coming up for our church. By the time you're listening to this, unless you listen to it next week. Okay, whatever. The move <laughs> is happening this weekend, the third and the fourth. Or it's over. Um, or it's over if you listen to it. And it was awesome. We'll just go ahead and say that. Um, and but- if you're listening to this next week, thought you you may be thinking you're going to student event. You're actually going to be going in the to be ladies the event. <laughs> Let's say dates. Okay, yes. March 3rd and 4th. This mm-hmm. is the move. The Lord is moving in young people yeah. right now, and He is using young people. Uh, well, first of all, He's loving young people, so yeah. I'm not, He's not just using them. He's loving young people, and um, get but also like oh, yeah. working in and through them to bring revival wow. to his church. And it's a beautiful thing. We don't want to stifle that. Please get your sixth or 12th graders and their friends there. It's a free event. Um, it's now free. Like it wasn't free, but we were like, we yeah. have to swing the Let's gates wide open. Guest for students. speaker. We have a guest speaker. Guest coming speaker. In. Charlie's coming in. I mean, it's going to be amazing. So please get your students to the, uh, the move. <laughs> then the following weekend, this is the, I keep saying this wrong. So I don't want to say the 10th, 10th and then 11th. 11th. I yep. keep saying the 9th and 10th. The 10th and 11th is the Groves spring retreat for ladies also going to be a beautiful time again this was like mm-hmm. the the glory gauntlet last year of the <laughs> gathering the move the grove the like, glory gauntlet the glory gauntlet what a name so we're doing it again GG. Um, it really so was. we believe the that the gauntlet. lord is moving and as these little groups are breaking off separately and he's being able to speak to people specifically individually then we come back together for this church gathering and it's like glory gauntlet. you know gauntlet um okay so that's what's coming up um and then basically what are you gonna talk about on sunday nope i don't want to know just you know i think i'm gonna go with jesus that's a good idea that's always a good idea easter's coming up easter's coming up but we can't talk about that yet okay Okay. so stay tuned everybody we'll be back next week christmas eve is coming up too (laughs) just turn off the podcast now okay bye bye Thanks for listening to the Overflow Podcast of New River Church, where we seek to provide authentic, practical, biblical encouragement beyond Sunday services. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. And if you'd like to learn more about New River, please visit us online at newriver.church or join us in person on Sunday mornings at 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. We'll talk to you next week, same time, same place. May God cover you with His goodness and grace, and may Jesus always be enough.